Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Coming to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley, and joining me today, as always, is my co-host with a bo-host, Mr. Darth Tuba. Uh, how are you today, sir? I'm good. Bright suns, everyone. I'm doing well. How's and everybody out doing? We are doing what I am doing wonderful out here in uh, wherever I'm at. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's finally here. This is a show we've been wanting to do for a long, long time. And wasn't sure how to do it, but we're finally going to do what we are doing, the trial of Darth Vader. And here to help us with that on this journey, our special guest contributor, uh, Mr. Thomas. Thomas, how are you today? I'm doing great. I, I personally am in the western reaches, so not too far off from the outer rim, but uh, uh, okay. similarly okay. remote. You're, you're, you're mid-rim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, before we get started on this topic, um, let's kind of, I want to kind of start this by looking through real world examples of what this type of trial would look like, you know, what we can look at through history and, you know, for me, the one thing that comes to mind for me is of course the Nuremberg trials. I mean, I think that's a great, what we can look at for what this type of trial, because we'd be looking at a military tribunal. Um, you know, when we're looking at a, a trial of Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker. So, I mean, do you think that's, you think that's pretty fair that that's kind of the template we can look at for how the trial would take place? Yeah. A, I mean, like there's, the, there's such a thing as victor's justice. So the winner of the mm -hmm. war gets to decide what happens. Uh, it doesn't mean mm -hmm. that there, there are clean hands on both sides, but mm -hmm. yeah. Nuremberg and the Tokyo trials were certainly representative of how yeah. World War II ended. I also the, look at like modern times. I look at like the um, the trials in the Hague with mm -hmm. the the you know when all the warlords in uh, the former Czechoslovakia or not Yugoslavia mm -hmm. when they went to trial. I kind of look see that kind of that system as kind of what the the backdrop. But I, I definitely think Nuremberg would be closer to what you would get. Yeah, um, because I I think think about it. Nuremberg makes sense uh in in the context of star wars because the there wasn't a mass there was an appetite a, a large appetite for justice to be wrought there was not mm -hmm. an appetite to relitigate the entire war for decades mm -hmm. some of the trials that were involved in nuremberg because it was a series of trials it wasn't just one uh for those that know their history but some of these dragged on and 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 people have this concept that that nuremberg resulted in this like you know great wave of justice for uh all these nazi war criminals and uh, you know very few of them served long prison sentences uh, really mm -hmm. you only had uh one one of the original uh one of hitler's sort of original co-conspirators served um ultimately died in prison in great britain uh, yeah. in the 80s but everybody else I, you're you're talking relatively short prison sentences compared to the yeah. sort of gravity of offense that you're talking about so i i think the rebel alliance um and we'll get more into the the details here but 
I, I think the Rebel Alliance would be looking to do something similar where this has been a bloody civil war. Um, it's it's still going on in all likelihood at the point at which Vader turns and, and whatnot. Uh, the, the prospect of dragging this thing out and, and keeping those wounds open probably isn't something that Mon Mothma and Rebel High Command wants to yeah. go through. Yeah, I would imagine, I would imagine oh. that there would be a uh, there would be a strong uh, desire to form that new republic and get moving and just kind of push forward with it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we get started, I just have a quick little shout out here. Uh, a former co-host is here with us today, Ray. Ray, welcome. Uh, it's good to have you here. This is awesome. Uh, this is one of the one of oh, the original co-host, but one of the. Uh, one of our former co-hosts, a great friend of the show. Great to have you here. Thank you. Hey. Yes, it's good to have you back. Uh, even if it's just for one show, it's always good to have you around. Uh, cool. Anyway, back with back to the show. Um, so, yeah. Um, what now? So, we're looking at, you know, how the trial will be set up. Um yeah, I mean, would, would we, do you think we would see something like we saw in the Nuremberg trial where you have different different judges from different areas? Like in the Nuremberg trial, you had a British judge, you had an American judge, you had the Russian judge. Would you probably see something like that with the Rebel Alliance where you see have leadership representative from different areas or would there be just, what you know, how, how do you think that it would be set up? I, I absolutely think you would see a sort of multilateral uh, judicial body comprised. First of all, the Rebel Alliance, similar to the Allies in World War II, are comprised of a diverse body of, of planets, mm -hmm. all of whom have suffered at the hands of the Empire over its reign. So mm -hmm. I imagine you'd probably see, you know, a, a Mon Cal up there, maybe a Sullustin. Uh, a human from some part, you, you might get uh, multiple worlds with humans represented. But the the fact of the matter is that that uh, the leadership of the Rebel Alliance and and you know ultimately the New Republic is going to yeah. have a lot of political pressure because everybody wants to get their hand. Somebody like Vader yeah. putting going on trial is going to be a hot topic. Everyone is going to want to be mm. in that seat up on the dais. So yeah. um, I, I think you're you're. The, the, there will be significant political pressure to to have it comprised in a certain way. Mm -hmm. If you're and if you're dealing with the uh, the you know the historical context of the Star Wars universe at that time, I would imagine that there would need to be a representative, a surviving representative from Alderaan, because Almost certainly, yeah. When you consider, oh, yeah. unless I mean, you know, going strictly by movies and you know Clone Wars and Rebels, we'll say. Um, that is by far the, the destruction of Alderaan is by far, I would say the the biggest atrocity that would have to be addressed. Yeah. Now, the issue you have there is whether that judge would have the capacity to impartially judge somebody like Darth Vader. And this or this whether... is the question I was this is the question I was going to bring up. Uh, I was going to actually bring up a little bit later, but since you already brought since you brought it up, let's talk about the elf in the room. Could Vader get a fair trial? I think it's difficult to say. I, I think if you look at the if you look at the real world court system, uh, there is almost there are very few circumstances where 
you cannot find a jury. Certainly you, you can find a judge in almost all instances, but where you cannot find a jury in which to judge this. So presumably the, the judges, the panel of judges are going to be legal professionals from their respective worlds. Mm -hmm. the, the first thing that Vader's defense counsel is going to do is going to be a, to suss out any kind of potential biases and, and try to force those judges who might have even like a small scintilla of bias off that panel. Because if I'm defending Darth Vader or, you know, my, my arguments could be he's Anakin Skywalker. We can get into mm -hmm. that later. Yeah. But <laughs> if I'm defending him, I say, I, you know, I don't want, I absolutely don't want anybody from Alderaan. I don't care what you say about your, your ability to set things aside. Uh, it, it's going to be difficult to imagine that somebody whose planet was destroyed and whose people were exterminated can really put that in a box and impartially judge the man accused of, of perpetuating that crime. Makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now the now the other thing is that uh that i would think about is you know you're not just dealing with someone who was is a difference between someone who was just captured and you know held at bay and brought to the rebel alliance and, and if we're going to go by the story that we're that we're telling he did actually destroy the emperor so there's mm -hmm. that to consider as well mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and i would i would imagine that the defense would be seriously uh, utilizing that to some degree so um ray just brought up an interesting thought do you think that an insanity plea could be used that he because he's under the influence of the dark side he wasn't in his right mind i think for for vader he he might be able to pitch that insanity defenses just in the general field of criminal law are are rarely successful. You hear them talked yeah. about a lot. They're sort of at the front of public conscience, like, oh, he's going to plead insanity. It's the, you know, he, he's going to do that. They may get pled relatively often. Uh, the, even that's sort of a misnomer because there's a, a bar to, to be able to actually plead that. Um, mm -hmm. But they're rarely, I mean, you're talking less than 5% of cases are successful. And that's because you need, you need two things to successfully plead insanity. One is a severe mental disease or defect. And two is uh, proof or, or, you know, some, some measure of proof that uh, that mental disease or defect either rendered you unable to appreciate the nature of the wrong that you did or unable to distinguish between uh, right and wrong totally uh mm -hmm. you know you have no concept of of the acts that you're doing and it's very hard to do that for vader i think there is an argument that you could make potentially with the help of an expert witness like a psychiatrist like a, a galactic psychiatrist that the dark side is a literal corrupting force it is a a disease that should be recognized um it it uh it really turns somebody's brain you know maybe you get some studies done they do a ct scan of him and show it here's your brain on the dark side here's your brain not um yeah so there's your first bar uh but the second bar is troublesome for vader because uh, you know he even while even before his turn you see instances where he makes uh like certain decisions certain calculated decisions um with an idea of what's right or wrong oftentimes mm -hmm. it's his his active con you know he knows what he's doing is wrong he just doesn't mm -hmm. care he's doing it for a point so when he kills uh admiral nita or captain nita when he kills admiral ozel 
he knows that those things are wrong. He's doing it to prove a point. It's it's not yeah. as if Vader is off the reservation, just doing things at of the dark side. He's very mm-hmm. cold and calculating. Now, I, I think there are some actions that he can take where you can make an argument sort of the other way. Uh, you know, for instance, his his actions with Padme there on Mustafar, but. Um, you know, it's a mixed bag. And so it becomes tough to get over that second hurdle. So I, that's going to be sort of my first stop as a defense attorney to suss that out and, and see whether we can float that. Um, But an insanity defense is the last I'll say on it. They're what's known as an affirmative defense. Generally speaking, if you're a criminal defendant, you don't have to, the burden's not on you. The government, the other Mm -hmm. side, the prosecution has the burden of proving that beyond a reasonable doubt, you are guilty of the things that you did. You did those things. Yeah. The burden shifts with an affirmative defense. So it'd be on Vader to to show some level of proof uh, that that would allow the judge to say, you know what, we're going to put that to the jury and they'll they'll still be the deciders of whether that uh, excuses you from from the the criminal liability here. Uh, But you still have to show us something. And that that can be a problem for criminal defendants. I think it's a problem for Vader here. Mm. So uh, again, Ray just chimed in said, I think they could say he has DID and has a disregard for life, not to mention a touch of Stockholm syndrome. Uh, do you think you think the DID uh, you could you could put that the disassociative? It, it'd have to be on the extreme end. I think you would have to show that it's a psychotic break. And interestingly, there was a group of, of psychiatrists, of mental health professionals in France that took Anakin Skywalker and Vader as a, a case study. They, they did sort of a, a formal study on him. And they, they found uh, not necessarily that he had that level of, um, of sort of psychosis, but that he had something more akin to a, a, um, a serious personality disorder, uh, mm-hmm. not, not edging up to the level of uh, DID or something on the, the real severe end. Of yeah. sort of real world um, uh, issues. Again, I think it, it really depends on what you're trying to pin him on. But like, right. you know, something like the well, death I mean, the, I think the, I think the argument argument would be: Is Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader the same person? I think yeah. I heard I've heard that defense come up. People come yeah. up with for that defense a lot. Is is Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader the same person? Oh, um, I, I feel like. That's a tough one, I think, because you're getting into the weeds with when you, again, following the historical path of Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. when he turned to Darth, when he was knighted as Darth Vader by the Emperor, he was not in the mask, in the cape. He was still very much the, the face yeah. and, and body Anakin, of Anakin. Yeah. So, yeah. what you know, you'd have to, you'd have to break, you know. To, you know, break that apart and say, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. does, does, what, what about all those atrocities that he did? I, that well, I think I think you mentioned you mentioned the Death Star, and I think you know for that charge alone, you could make the argument, you know, for okay, maybe maybe an accomplice because he wasn't the one who actually gave the command to fire the de- fire the Death Star yeah. laser. He wasn't the one who or anything like that nothing while all the one the one who actually gave the command um good point 
you see that a lot within in the Star Wars movie where many of the many of the big atrocities that you see Vader is present but you know you could say well what about this you know the destruction of soldiers you know on Hoth you could say I was a soldier that was war you were the enemy I was fighting you you, you know you you um I think you know definitely you look at like say the slow in the Jedi Temple, uh, the and the slaughter of the, of the separatists, and the slaughter, the slaughter of the, of the separatists. Se- yeah, in Mus- yeah. On that was outside. That could be seen as outside the the purview of a combat situation. If you've still got evidence, so of that. I definitely. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know? So That's again, well, well, let's, I, let's 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 kind of go yeah. back and I, let's I, look I do at what I, what I, charges. I, okay. No, I, I was going to say that that on the uh, on the insanity piece, uh, not to to dive back into that rab, uh, that oh, rabbit hole. I, I tell you who who would be my star witness on that front is uh, old old uh, Luke Skywalker himself. I'd get him on the stand, mm. call him as a witness, and and have all sorts of discussion about uh, you know the difference that his own son sees in him, the 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 man who is right there when the turn back to the light happened. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think that, that, that could be some compelling stuff where but a, a literal the hero of the rebel, then, you know, yeah, mm. I mean, then just tear into that by saying he's too close to the, yeah, to, like, the, to, to the a, accused. He's a hero of the, he's, you, he's you a, think you're, you, you think you're going to really impeach Luke? He's a hero of the rebel Alliance. He loves his father deeply. Yeah. He's just saved him and seen him kill the emperor and you're going to be the prosecutor that cross-examines Luke, like General <laughs> Luke Skywalker, Jedi yeah. Master Luke Skywalker, and tries to take him apart on the witness stand. Like that's yeah. that's that's one of those areas of trial practice where it's like you might be able to gain ground on paper, but the moment you, you the, the jury is you're just going to lose them uh, the moment you start trying to to trip into that. And and I don't know. Hmm. You know, Luke is going to be put in a tough spot as well in that situation because it's it's dad. Yeah. It, you know, it, it it's not just dad. It's his very belief in the ability of of uh, the light to stay alive in somebody that's compelling him to stay up there. I don't know mm. that he's going to turn around and agree with anything that you have to say. Yeah, uh, he'll, he'll bust out some some Yoda level logic, I think, and, and yeah. twist things around. So that's that's a tough. So I Vader's one where I would I would not mind uh, being his his defense attorney at trial. I think you could have some mm. fun with it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I think that for Luke with Luke involved, I think Luke would probably be looking because I think he'd be looking for, so, you know, some sort of ending. He can take his father back. Like instead of getting, like I'll take him to a far off planet and he'll be there. We will yeah. farm. <laughs> I'll self-inflict. Put him on the farm. Uh, anyway. Play with all the other Sith. So, former Sith. <laughs> what kind? What kind of charges do you think Vader? I mean, we'd be looking at for brought up on uh, war crime, basic war crimes, crimes mm-hmm. against humanity. Um, more than just humans in the Star Wars universe. 
so charging decisions are always interesting because they really depend on the the personality and the view of the prosecutor that's in charge mm -hmm. the the reason i bring that up is there's a difference between somebody who a rebel prosecutor who's trying to be very aggressive and stack the deck against vader literally you know lay out every potential charge that they could hang on him there's also a, another vein of prosecutor who is much more practical. What can I win? What can I prove at trial? That's all I want to take because everything else is a sideshow and detracts from my best case uh, if, yeah. I, if I can't win it. Um, and uh, I, I, I could see an argument for either. I could see a very aggressive prosecutor being on this case, given the, the, the gravity of the circumstances and who Vader is. I could also see the Rebel Alliance saying, um, you know what, what, like maybe, maybe we, we try to, to, uh, go a little more surgical on this, uh, because of the chances that this gets way out of hand. I, I, I tend to think it would be a little more toward the former where you'd have, it, because mm -hmm. you're going to have a lot of, again, pressure. Like if you don't charge Vader with the destruction of Alderaan, you're going to have people across the galaxy saying, what, what is this clown show? What are you guys doing? If you can't charge him with that, yeah. if you don't believe that you can prove that case against him, what are we doing here? And whose yeah. side are you really on? But again, as we just mentioned, I mean, is that something that you you could bring charges against him for Alderaan? But again, looking at the facts of the case, is that something that you can really convict him on as being the one as being responsible for? Uh, I mean, obviously you can't, uh, for obvious reasons, you can't, you know, we can't get Tarkin, so you could make, make it Tarkin, but we can get the next best thing mm -hmm. type, type of a thing. So, but still, I mean, you know, as a defense lawyer, I think you could probably make the argument, hey, he wasn't, you know, he didn't pull the trigger for all. Yeah. So I, I think it it's going to require a little bit of and and this is the problem with the state of the empire when vader would be on trial all the people that have like intimate knowledge of the rank structure of the empire are dead by mm -hmm. this point uh, oh, and that's the other that's the other thing that would make it so hard is vader didn't have an official military rank within the hierarchy of the empire i i would say he wasn't a, yeah i i would yeah. say if anything he he is subordinate to Grand Moff Tarkin at this point. Um, and there, and yes. again, you're going to have trouble proving that one way or the other, but you see Tarkin order Vader to release uh, Admiral Mahdi there in the, uh, the Death Star mm -hmm. conference room. Uh, Tarkin is the one in command of the Death Star. Vader effectively at that point in his career, and certainly after the Death Star gets destroyed, is basically an attack dog. Uh, you know, he he eventually you know works his way back up out of the doghouse, gets command of Death Squadron, but it's not as if he's overseeing like the 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 highest level Imperial operations. Um, you yeah. know, so that's my line of attack as as a defense attorney. But if I'm if I'm the Rebel Alliance prosecutor, I'm saying, come on. There is only one number two, and that is the only other Sith that is operating in the galaxy uh, at this time, and that's Darth Vader. So this idea that mm -hmm. Vader somehow couldn't have intervened and stopped the, uh, the, the yeah. operation there on Alderaan is just hogwash. Yeah. It's all smoke and mirrors. Mm. Well, you could, here's another one thing of, we haven't. 
Oh, go well, ahead. one of the things that just a quick thing to mention on the side, like, and again, this is not something that came out definitively in the movies, but you know, in, in an expanded universe or whatnot, uh, there had been mention of a lot of the um, rebel Alliance uh, officers were once Imperial officers that, mm -hmm. that basically switched sides. Yeah. So maybe they could provide yeah. an understanding of the hierarchy uh, that, how that's that worked possible. And, and maybe Vader. So I'm not saying that's a definitive. I'm just saying that's a possibility. So, well, we yeah. also that's a good point. have to look at is when you're going to charges um, with Vader having turned to the light side. I mean, can we get a situation where Vader just says, you know, decides to forego everything and just plead guilty? I mean, if he turns to the light side, he's like, I need to make amends for what I've done. He could just say, you know, when asked how he pleads, you know, guilty as charged. And when that, ha as a defense, as a defense attorney, when a client pleads guilty, what is the next step for the defense attorney then? So it depends on the, it really depends on the rules of the court that you're in. Uh, like mm -hmm. a state civilian court is going to look very different, but in, in both federal court and in military courts, so courts martial, uh, you see a formal process um, the the guilty plea, guilty plea process is much more formalized. There's uh, what we call a providence inquiry where the judge goes back and forth in a, in a sworn Q and a with the defendant who has to talk and answer questions and explain uh, what he did, why he did it, why he believes he's guilty, the whole nine yards to build a record. So nobody can say, Hey, I, I, my arm was twisted. Um, mm -hmm. and then there's a sentencing case. So the defense gets to put on a full sentencing case. Um, you know, the government obviously gets to put on their side uh, and argue for a particular sentence, but you get to put on, you know, extenuating, mitigating evidence, um, uh, character witnesses of all types. Uh, I think more likely that the circumstance invaders case might be, um, one of one of two things what you would call a naked plea which is uh, a plea without any sort of deal so i don't know that the rebel alliance short of vader agreeing to to uh you know take command and and fork over every bit of information he has mm -hmm. about palpatine lead combat operations and intelligence operations against the uh the the uh, the imperial remnant forces uh really be sort of that instrumental figure which could happen uh, that's mm -hmm. quite frankly amazing. Uh, the, the idea of Vader, like Anakin, Anakin in armor, fighting alongside his son on behalf of the the New Republic. That's that's funny. okay. I, just, I would cut I, that deal. I just that. Um, Ray Ray just pointed in. He said, <laughs> he "Slap on the wrist." Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, non judicial <laughs> punishment. Sure. Um, <laughs> restrict restrict uh, Darth Vader to his barracks for a couple weeks. Yeah, I, I so he he's either he's either pleading without a deal because I you know I think politically it's going to be tough for the the government for the new republic to uh, to stomach cutting a deal with Vader because of who he is. But at the same time, you have some there who has intimate of right. of the high the highest level of the imperial government. Uh, you know, but how is, the government is Vader works. really not going to fork that over deal or no deal? Is he, or is Anakin, I should say, is Anakin really I mean, going to refuse to cooperate? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I know. No I mean, idea. with, a, with, a, again, with the light side turn, um, you know, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's, possible. You're, you're dealing with two very different scenarios. If, again, yeah. if you capture Vader and he's still at the dark side and he's a, right. he's a prisoner, 
of the yeah. Rebel Alliance, mm-hmm. or he's someone who literally ended the war by killing, mm-hmm. killing the emperor, the emperor. And, you yeah. know, and and turning to the light side. You, it's you got two very different scenarios, and I do believe one of them would mm-hmm. be a, some type of a pleading guilty and not wanting any. He probably wouldn't want any special treatment. He would. He would, all he would do is offer whatever. I think it would be. I think it would be his son, who would be just knowing the, the knowing the Anakin we got at the end of Jedi itself, uh, the uh, the original movie. Um, yeah, Vader, Vader, Dark Side Vader would turn his life support off before he was captured. I think He'd that's go just down the type. Blaze of glory. He'd yeah, de- he detonated his suit. He wouldn't go down in a, in a right thing, um, uh, We turn off his life support uh, right yeah. before he was captured. Just... Now, he's going to have an IG-11 type death, if if anything. He's just yeah. going to like... Rev- now, um, but a light side <laughs> Anakin having turned, I think, you know, I think like you said, I you, uh, you said, well, he wouldn't want any special treatment. I think that would be Luke. Luke would be the one that would be fighting for, right. He you know, he deserves a fair trial. He deserves, you know... And potentially later. deserves. Too. Yeah, I don't know because if you read the books, you read the expanded universe, especially the old expanded universe. Leia had a completely different relationship with her father because she never knew her father having turned back to the light side. So she had a much more visceral response. In fact, there's a scene in this is again the old expanded universe where. where Anakin visits Leia as a force ghost and Leia wants nothing to do with him. Absolutely nothing to do with him because you were the man who destroyed my home planet in in her mind. You tortured me. You did all these horrible things to me. I don't want to, I don't, I want you out of my life. Yeah. So I think you would have had a completely different viewpoint from Leia to Luke as far as when it comes to I just think I, I think Luke and, and you're right in in at least in new canon too in the bloodline novel by Claudia Gray, it's apparent that Leia buried that truth about her own background. Mm-hmm. It gets brought out and it just it it completely detonates her her political career. Yeah. Uh, it's that it's that big a scandal. And there's no argument like, well, he turned back at the last second. Uh, mm. there, there's none of that. I just think that in the moment, uh, Luke would have some influence over his sister, particularly knowing the political influence that she wields over the alliance to say, hey, look, I'm not asking you to come out publicly on this, but, you know, that the, we need some sort of unified front here and I could use your help to, to help dad. So um, I but I, I agree. I think there she faces a, a set of different circumstances. Yeah. No, it's very true. So, <laughs> so we talked about charges. Could Vader get a fair trial? You started bringing that up. Did we? Mm-hmm. Did we? Did yeah. we wrap on that? Um. Like, again, I, just, I think I. Go ahead. Yeah, I yeah I think. I mean, you can make the you can make the argument when you're dealing with a situation like this. Then you can make the argument. Then did any of the Nazi, Nazi high command in Nuremberg get a fair trial. I, I think you would have this. You can make the same argument because you're dealing with, like you said, the victors, victors justice, and there wasn't one person in that courtroom who probably wasn't affected in some way by what the Nazis had done. 
Um, and you can make the same argument for a trial of Darth Vader. There's there's going to be no one in that courtroom, judge or not, that was not affected by something the Empire had done. Because there's a reason why they joined the rebellion. There's a reason why, you know, because the judges are probably going to be, they're not going to be, you know, taken from the Empire. They're going to be taken from the worlds that had been part of the Rebel Alliance. And they joined the Rebel Alliance for a reason, because of something that the Empire had done. So to say that you're going to have completely impartial judges uh, is going to be ludicrous, because they're going to not be completely unbiased. They're going to have some sort of reasoning for wanting justice against the Empire. So I think there's a limit. You could have some limited amount of having somewhat somewhat of a fair trial, but I don't think you're going to get a completely unbiased fair trial for okay. Vader. I don't That's think there's going to be a I don't think there's going to be a tremendous amount of public sympathy for, for <laughs> Vader. Anakin and how it, it, that aspect of his personality is rolled out publicly maybe I don't know it, but keep in mind there's not a lot of people who know Anakin. They're not true. It, it depends mm-hmm. on it depends on the sequencing here. So if we're talking like maybe Watto's still alive, he might. Yeah, <laughs> little Danny. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was a good boy. I'm back. <laughs> Misa, Misa, Misa. Yeah, Jar Jar, right? Yeah, bring Jar Jar back. For, He'd be for good. Annie, little He's Annie. Uh, but seriously, who else? Most, motion he, for for change for change of venue to the Chiss ascendancy. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's let, literally let killed everybody people. else. He's killed everybody else that people, he was close to, right? Yeah. Let yeah, Thrawn's people people uh, take the court, take the case. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think there's going to be much much public sympathy for the argument that oh, he no. doesn't get a fair trial. The, the response from the average member of "You pick your planet" is going to be, "Well, what fair shake did he give to the get? Like, why should I care?" And yeah. internally, the, the Rebel Alliance is going to have to carefully manage that aspect because they. The whole thing can't seem like a sham, uh, and there no. are imperial there are imperial worlds that are brought back into the fold with influence. Uh, you know, places like Garita, places like uh, Vardos um, that we see in New Canon, uh, places that wield political influence and will will do so in the New Republic. That will set us. You know, some of their citizens will be able to set aside that it's Darth Vader and say, "Hey, look." If if you're willing to skirt the rules here, you're going to skirt the rules all over the place. So mm-hmm. why are you any better than the Empire if if you're saying right now that the ends justify the means? Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a pickle, but I think ultimately they they'd seat a jury and he'd go forward. Mm-hmm. Right, says they would probably have to get a jury comprised of people from yeah neutral places controlled by non rebels, non Empire, all Jakku. Bring bring, this, bring all What's the smugglers the bring the smugglers in you know let, let. yeah but again again I mean at this point you know what was neutral all the huts oh yes <laughs> see somebody hits the hut on the, with all oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh my god. The guilty right. person is the one. The, the innocent person is the one who pays the most, mm. and not in imperial credits, but in real money. Right. Got to be real money. <laughs> so, 
We talked about that. Uh, yeah, that, that's a good point from from Sean there. A bench trial. Um, you know, a, a lot of times oh, yeah. there's there's a calculus given to, and and this depends on how the tribunal is is set up and and whether mm-hmm. what 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 rules what venue type rules the defendant is afforded, but oftentimes there's a, a tactical decision that has to be made by that defense attorney about what the best audience is. And in emotionally charged cases, uh, the, the ones that I've tried, a jury is rarely the right answer because if, if passions are going to get inflamed, if folks are going to get wrapped around the axle and, and buy into the razzle dazzle of the prosecution rather than the technicalities of the case, uh, I don't I don't really want a jury there. I don't care how it's comprised or how impartial yeah. it is. And in yeah. a case like this, you're going to you're you're going to get into some technicalities that an average jury member might just say you're splitting hairs here. So talk to Death Star and the command structure of the Empire and whether he uh, whether Darth Vader had command authority to, to make that decision about the about Alderaan. A jury member is going to be like, you were in charge. Like, I don't care. I don't want to hear any of this nonsense. A judge is going to have to pay attention. And a good judge that's doing his or her job is going to have to really sit down and consider those legal technicalities. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Definitely. Definitely. Not the Alderaan um, judge, though. Yeah. Not the Alderaan. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, let's kind of move away from Vader here for a second. And let's talk about the... Because we're, if we're dealing with the end of, end of the Galactic Civil War, you're going to have a lot more cases than just uh, Vader on trial. I mean, do you think you're going to have a situation, you probably had this during World War II, where because you have so many people that could be brought up on charges, you're going to have a lot of people that you're just like, all right, yes, we're not going to deal with you. You know, the average grunt Imperial stormtrooper, they're probably going to going to be case by case basis as to whether they go to trial or whether it's just like you know what you were just you were just some grunt in a stormtrooper outfit we're not going to mess with you i would that you would see happening where you'll have a lot of cases that are aren't even brought to trial just because you have so that you're going to deal they're going to deal mainly with just the the big ones mm-hmm. where it's like okay this is one we have Because I'm sure not every soldier in the in the German Wehrmacht was even heck, probably even no. most SS Waffen SS soldiers weren't brought up on charges. You know, uh, you you think it'd probably be the same thing with the with a New Republic trial? Yeah, it literally was that uh, in in New Canon. Uh, it that's exactly what happened the the empire was dissolved so you had the galactic concordance that was uh signed by by masameda uh and it dissolved the empire formally and you had an imperial remnant that was a lot it was defanged so de-arm uh uh they, they were de-armed uh disarmed confined to a small area of the the core systems and basically anyone else who was former empire you either laid down your arms and for the the vast majority there were no trials and and you were sort of excused and moved on sort of uh you know post american civil war you didn't see massive trials for confederate soldiers you had 
a reconstruction period that was, uh, you know, mm. sort of central to bringing the country back together. But uh, those that held out the yeah. Moff Gideons of the world, obviously they were targets. Um, you had a hand, a very small handful that hasn't been defined exactly in new canon who those individuals were that were put on trial. But Mon Mothma had no interest in, in, you know, dragging things out for, for years and for decades. And in fact, whether it's Vader or whoever else, timing really matters because the war didn't end at Endor. I mean, you had a, a year between Endor uh, and Jakku and, and, uh, you know, even after yeah. Jakku, you, you had smaller skirmishes and stuff like that. So the, um, there was no clean break, uh, kind of like there was in, in the old EU, at least my memory of it. Um, so it makes for a sticky situation in terms of how do you, like, do you hold Vader for a year? Do you hold, what do you do with all these Imperials that have, they're not fighting anymore? Yeah, mm. uh, you know, it's, it, there's no easy solution to that. Yeah, it's on a, and on a galactic level with like so yeah. many. I mean, think about all those yeah. ships that, that were, that were left behind once the Death Star 2 blew up. It's not like they all yeah. just kind of blew up with it. Mm-hmm. So that's just, in, and that's, I mean, yeah. I would assume that's the bulk of the fleet, but mm-hmm. all the people that the Ewoks were holding at Spears, I always wonder what happened to the ones when they're playing uh, on the helmets. I, they're, they're celebrating. There are no, no Ewok POW camps. I'll, no, I'll I get that. <laughs> I was don't, like, ask, don't ask what you're being served on a stick at the yeah. Ewok party. <laughs> oh, boy. Um. Anyway, so... Let's look at what type of, given what we've talked about, what do you think the likely out, likely outcome for a trial is? I mean, do you think it's probably I just, I mean, do you think we're looking at a guilty verdict or? Yeah. I think that. You know, I mean, I, I just just because and not to bring up, you know, anything new, but I think you you also I think a, a judge and a jury would also do you think they'd be worrying about what is the ramifications if uh, if we acquit Vader? I mean, I think anybody would have to be looking at that. You know, what is the ramifications you know, of just, I mean, all these worlds, you know, you could be looking at mass uprisings, mass chaos from, you know, protest everywhere if you look, if you acquit Vader on all charges. Well, it would depend on the charges and it would depend on how good the prosecution and the defense are because, you know, remember, like you said earlier, there's always going to be, there's always going to be the, that, that core group of people that no, no matter how good the defense brings their case, that's going to say, it doesn't matter. He's guilty. I don't care what they say. He deserves to die. We haven't talked verdict yet. We haven't talked, or sorry, yeah. not verdict. We haven't talked sentencing, sentencing yet. So that would depend yeah. too. Yeah, this is true too. You have to, I think you probably have to get, verdict before you can get to sentencing right mm-hmm. um i the the issue with vader is going to be verdict wise alderaan's the big fish right most of the other things that i i think the that that people think about in terms of 
just Vader's reign, with the exception of his um, his initial atrocities, um, hunting, uh, just hunting down, killing Padawans and and uh, sort of non-combatants like that. Um, they're they're all valid combat actions. So the exceptions mm-hmm. would be the the things like the killing of Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. Um, Alderaan's the biggest one. Certainly, you know, there were war crimes committed in there, but, you know, going down and, and slaughtering rebels in, in Echo Base, uh, you know, you've got combatant immunity for that sort of thing. Right. It was a war. Uh, they were enemy fighters. Y- yeah, he slaughtered them. Uh, you know, Vrogos Voss from the uh, the Star Wars comics where, where Vader takes out a literal rebel squadron, goes down, he's surrounded by rebels, uh, Luke Skywalker, Leia, and he's like, all I see are dead men. And he just goes and, yeah. and slaughters everybody. Um, again, like awful, like lots of destruction and death. Not a criminal offense uh, under mm-hmm. under the framework that we're looking at. So I I do think if you're a jury, and this is why I would go um, a, a bench trial for this one if that's an option. I think a jury would be influenced. You you have Alderaan on the charge sheet. How do you let that go? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's very difficult. Uh, but a judge, I, I think I still think he gets convicted on that front. I think the technicality, the command structure and whatnot, I don't know that that argument ultimately wins the day uh, for it. And I do think re- like judges are people, too. This was obviously a very significant seminal event in the galaxy that probably drove a lot of people to join the, the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. On some level, maybe one that the judges the judges are actively fighting to, to suppress, they're going to be considering that. So I think you're you're absolutely right. But yeah. I, I think at the end of the day, he gets convicted. And if I'm the defense attorney and we're not playing, uh, you know, we're we're looking at really making our our strongest case in sentencing. Uh, obviously, that's mm-hmm. a lot easier if it's Anakin Skywalker you're dealing with, and not like a yeah captured, not, yeah, very it, angry Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think if you're dealing with a dark side Vader, I think yeah, you're gonna you're you know, I mean, how do you how do you please? Thank you. You know, against you know against a death sentence for dark side Vader, you know, someone who could potentially be left alive to quote uh, uh another famous jedi who's too dangerous to be left mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. leo um, makes a good point uh that that's sort of at the heart of victor victor's justice there that the business of uh the, the nuclear bombs dropped on japan uh macarthur himself general macarthur said that had we lost the war he would have been put on uh put on trial and probably executed uh by the japanese mm-hmm. so it's uh you know it's it, a, the, the existence of a trial or trials and the, the the waving of the flag of truth and justice doesn't always mean that that you've you've got clean hands all the way around certainly not in this case. oh yeah no no yeah even yeah even the rebel alliance and we saw that in, you know in different scenes in uh rogue a few couple of scenes in rogue one where yeah the rebels weren't didn't have their hands perfectly clean either eyes saboteurs this. assassins uh-huh. Yeah. yeah yeah um but what about for like anakin i mean as what would how would you be going about trying to get a lighter sentence for anakin skywalker 
and what kind of sentence would you be would you be trying to get um i i think if if you don't escape the guilty verdict uh on that that sort of insanity split personality type defense then your your the center the centerpiece of your case is going to be luke skywalker um assuming he's willing uh, to, to testify at sentencing on behalf of his own father, which I think he would be. Uh, yeah. you know, Luke, uh, the, the Luke we see post Return of the Jedi is a Luke that's sort of, you know, the Rebel Alliance is near and dear to him, but he's he's looking to bigger things, right? Um, well, I read there's actually a guy who wrote a it was a, a fan a, a fan fiction short story that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think, think his story, Luke requested to take personal personal care of Vader of Anakin and said mm-hmm. remand him into my care I will take him and he will be my responsibility I you know if anything happens it's on me I'll take him to Yavin 4 or someplace in the outer rim and you know I will take care of him uh I mean do you think that would be something that a judge would look at you know, and be like, okay, you know, that that's a viable idea. Not or if they've seen it... the sequel trilogy. You can't even manage Ben Solo. <laughs> yeah. This is true. We're supposed to trust you with your dad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. So Luke is interesting because of the weight of his character and his presence within the, the rebellion. He is literally uh, the, the, the single greatest known hero in the rebel alliance i mean from from the moment he he fired those proton torpedoes into the death star he cemented himself as a centerpiece of that entire movement and for him to open his mouth and make an assurance to the to the galaxy really is going to carry a tremendous amount of weight he's mm-hmm. also got this aura about him i mean he he says it in last jedi i have i became a legend right he's a, he's the return of the jedi literally Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. this sort of mystical wizard to most people in the galaxy. So of course they're going to put faith in him that he can deliver on that sort of promise. And, and they're going to uh, believe him. I, I think yeah. it'd be, it'd be really tough for them to not believe his assurances about Anakin's change and Anakin's character. Um, there's going to be skepticism. Like Leia was skeptical of, of Luke's estimation of Vader's character in, in Jedi. You know, we see her uh, really try to push him to not, uh, not not walk down that path but i think mm-hmm. he his assurances are gonna just uh, that, that's gonna be a monumental thing to to go against um so i i think um to uh to answer ray's question here uh do you think luke himself would view anakin differently if he had lived i think he already did i think he had started to differentiate vader from anakin Oh, even before their last confrontation, you, you see that the way he talks about Vader. He's trying to he save Vader. That, that confrontation. He's, he's talking. When they, yeah, when they first get together, or like when Leia drops him off, they're yeah. having a. They, he's talking to his father. He's talking to Anakin. Yeah, he. I think he viewed Anakin differently even before when he when he even even before when he's talking to uh, Force Ghost uh, Obi Wan and says they're oh, still yeah. good in hit. I think I think even before that, he was starting to view him not as as Vader, but as Anakin, as his father. I, I think on the, the seed was planted on Cloud City. I, you know, he's 
Uh, and he points that out to Vader in Jedi. Like, you couldn't bring yourself to kill me then. I don't believe you'll destroy me now. It's a conscious choice that Vader made. He could have easily hacked and slashed yeah. Luke up, regardless of what the yeah. Emperor wanted. Well, um, and, and, and even even the, even that scene when drops off, uh, or the add off Luke, and they're having yeah. that conversation. You know, the, the the argument. You know, did Vader know he was doing what was wrong? Did Vader, you know? I think you see the argument go right out the door when what he said. Um, I think the line is something to the effects of uh, there's still good in you, father. And he said, it is too late for me. That right, right. there shows me that Anakin knew exact Vader knew exactly what he was doing was wrong, right. but he didn't think he had a choice. He thought I must, there's, obey my I, I must obey my, so then, but then I don't know if this would be a defense that you could use, but I think you could make the argument of Stockholm syndrome mm-hmm. for Anakin. Mm-hmm. That he was so far into it that he, you know, he didn't think there was a way out, and he had this weird sort of fascination relationship with the emperor. He hated the emperor, but at the same time, he loved him. Yeah, I don't know. He he, like you read the the more recent comics, he defied the emperor again and again. It was like, yeah, his own. I mean, he had, uh, he had a, his own personal, like secret army of commando battle droids and, and stuff it, like, it, you know, the, his search for Luke Skywalker and his identity, the, uh, you saw a little peek of that. The emperor sort of gets, gets a sense of that. There's been something going on, going on, uh, below the surface. Cause in, in Jedi, cause he says, um, you know, strange that I have not, I, I have not felt his presence, wonder, something yeah. along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wonder yeah. if your feelings are clear on the matter. Uh, That's so true. yeah. So yeah, it gets deep uh, real quick. It does. Yeah. And then, and then to talk about a verdict or not a verdict sentencing, like, what do you do? Do you, do you hang them? Do you line them up and do firing squad? If he's assuming he well, was I mean, not guilty. If he, I mean, I, I think, again, that depends on the weight, like we like said before, the weight of Luke Skywalker's testimony. Um, and community, I think that's really community service. Down. Community Rank service. <laughs> Ranker pit. Rank or All pit. right. Yes. That I would pay to see. <laughs> Vader versus a ranker. Find another Sarlacc <laughs> on Tatooine. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it depends. I the the case is very different. If if he's a captured Vader, I think you see a no mercy type approach there, versus uh, versus Anakin. I I think Anakin. Anakin. Very, I I agree with the the point that was made earlier that Vader or Anakin, for his part, would want to make some amends, but and and so I I think he would behind the scenes be very vocal about the fact that look nobody needs to to make a stand for me um i think luke would be very vocal about uh advocating against the death penalty uh of any sort any sort of Mm -hmm. capital punishment because it uh, the argument there isn't just you know hey he's good or it's his death we're we're talking about the 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 very balance between the light and the dark that you're messing with so he Mm -hmm. has he has proven uh and in his turn that that you know, the light can win out and whatnot, you know, you're short circuiting uh, the will of the force itself in a way. Uh, if you decide that 
you know, you, you've got the judgment that, that this man needs yeah. to be executed, that you know better than I, the galaxy itself. It, I think this would be an interesting if you're if you're looking at making this like a movie or a story where you could get an interesting sort of family drama between Luke and Leia, where you have Luke, like you said, making all those arguments, but then you have Leia on the other end arguing like, I don't care. He killed my he killed my pam, family. He tortured me. I want him to die. It does not matter to me if he came back to the light side, like you said. I don't care. He needs to pay for his crimes. Yeah. So I think and that she, could be an interesting, you know. Yeah. And she wouldn't be wrong either. I think it's yeah. one of those situations where both of them are right, you know, and justified in feeling the way they do, but. You know, it would just be, an, I think that'd be a really interesting story to tell is what, what, what would Luke's view be? What would Leia's view be? Uh, I'll see you, see you, Ray. It's been fun having you around. Have fun. Thanks, Ray. Um, yeah, the, I, I could also see Leia being very practical in a sense. I could see Luke getting very, um, not emotional in the purest sense of the word, but, but, uh, you know, making an appeal to, to, you know, the force and whatnot, that the balance between light and dark, I could see Leia saying, I get all of that. I I love you and I trust you, but we have to, to piece a galaxy back together. And that cannot happen with uh, Vader, Anakin walking scot-free because no matter how mm -hmm. much of a case you make, you know, I get it that the galaxy loves you. Uh, they still see him as Darth Vader, and yeah, uh, and they always will. will do permanent damage, right? Yeah, because it's not they like, always they literally always do. Yeah, they 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 always do. Yeah, and it's because so. it's not like you can take him out of the suit. Like you could change, but because of the injuries that he had, have to be in some sort of apparatus to keep him alive for for the rest of his life so mm. um and i could even see even if even no even even a light side vader i could see him just to save the galaxy the trouble save the galaxy the turmoil of turning off his of just saying you know what I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want my, the, the galaxy to go through any more trouble because of me. I don't want you know, anyone to, or do anything, you know, because of my crimes, I'm going to take myself out of the equation. You know, I can see him, you know, turning off his life, letting nature take its course. Because I mean, it's, it's, he's in essentially what he did, he's which is essentially what too, he, so. yeah. yeah, you know, essentially, like when right. he, mm -hmm. he knew what the consequences would be, you know, so I could see Anakin doing that anyway in the end of just, you know, basically suicide. Right. Yeah. Well, guys, we are at our one, uh, about one hour mark. So quick final thoughts before we wrap up here um, on the trial of Darth Vader. I mean, 
I so I'm I'm a I'm still in the uh, I'm still a criminal defense attorney in the Army Reserve and and the okay. bleeding heart in me says not guilty. Uh, <laughs> not guilty. I find it like the strategizing the approach to this case is is a fascinating one. But uh, yeah, I I, I, would I think this would have been really fun to defend him. I found a someone who uh, another lawyer another attorney. A prosecutor who was a prosecuting, prosecuting attorney. Yeah. So we could have yeah, that, that good argument. back and forth between, between I, you guys I will, going back uh, and forth. And, as as the galaxy uh, gets back to normal and, yeah. and we get back to conventions and stuff, I this is this is a topic that I deeply want to do with the legal geeks as a uh, a mock trial of something. Yeah. So we've that would be fun. If, that would be yeah, that'd be fun. We'll have to uh check it out whatever we Yeah. Yeah, I'll defend. I'll I'll volunteer um, on that crew yeah, to defend yeah. Vader. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I think uh, I would think. Well, I think guilty. I'd say guilty by if if it's Vader, not guilty if it's Anakin. That's what I'm going to say. I Based on what on I've been jury. hearing. Mm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, again, this depends on what you know. Who we're there's so many there's so many factors. And, you know. I'm going so, to say now I just thought of a great follow-up. So let's do one in, in the future where if assuming the Empire won the trial of Luke Skywalker. Of course you gotta assume that they wouldn't just kill him. But but that could get interesting. That could get interesting too. <laughs> Ooh, I think um our our, our my co host is frozen. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's was, uh, that's one I haven't fully thought through, but yeah, that, that yeah. could be very interesting. Cut a plea deal and turn to the dark side, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Which Luke has always dabbled with that from time to time, yeah, right? He so he tap dances on the line. We sometimes. will see what happens. Oh my God, we lost, we lost John. Oh no, John is frozen. He's just looking up in the stars. <laughs> Hopefully, his planet wasn't destroyed. Yeah, on I know, the of, I know uh, the position he's taking. I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness. But it's been a lot of fun. This is yeah, uh, this yeah. been a blast. This is a topic that's near and dear to my heart. Okay. Well, why don't yeah, so I guess we're going to be wrapping up. So, uh why don't we uh, okay, uh, John is still here. He can still see us and hear us. I think he's going to try to jump in and out. But um Tom, why don't you tell us where if people want to get a hold of you? Uh there's is there a contact place you can uh, you can let us know about? Yeah, I mainly babble about Star Wars on Twitter. You can follow me at Thomas L. Harper. That's L as in, say, Larry or Luke. Uh, and I, uh, I blog and podcast for The Legal Geeks. So that's at The Legal Geeks. We, uh, we look at issues just like this uh, through the lens of Star Wars and other pop culture franchises and, and uh, break down a, a whole variety of legal issues. So we just wrapped up a a whole series on the first season of the bad batch where we we're taking a look at legal issues in each episode. So, Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Come, come, cool. come uh, babble with me about star Wars on Twitter. I mostly tweet about Y wings. Okay. <laughs> nice. nice. All right, cool. Well, thanks right. for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Hear me now. Yeah, we got you. We can see we you. We can you. hear you. Glad you were here. Awesome. Glad you got back. Awesome. To joined us. Yes, and uh, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, Darth Tuba, I have a channel on YouTube, Darth Tuba Star Wars unboxing page. Just search Darth Tuba on uh, on YouTube. You can check me out on Instagram and Twitter at Darth Tuba, and um, you 
can email me darthuba77 at gmail.com if you have any questions. And thank you so much again for being here. Yeah. Uh, as you want to get a hold of the show, you can the star gmail.com. That is also our Twitter handle. Uh, Facebook group, War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Just search that. that You can find our Facebook group right there. Uh, also, if you want to support the show, a couple ways you can do that. First of patreon.com forward slash War of the Stars. We also have merchandising. Merch. <laughs> merchandising. <laughs> we are still waiting on War of the Stars, the flamethrower. <laughs> uh, if you get kids up in customs, yes, yes, mm. yes. Uh, so feel free. Also, we are proud to announce that officially are now part of the network. Uh, Red Five cool. Network is a group of Star Wars podcasts that have come together and just kind of help each other out. So you'll be hearing more as we kind of. Uh, work our way in with those guys um, and hope with them too. So that will wrap it up for this week. We'll join you again next week. And remember, until then, this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Time. May the Force be with you. And until the spires, everyone. <laughs>